Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. This is going to be our, I should say my, this is going to be my first full episode where I actually have a topic and everything. So let's go ahead and just get started. This episode's topic is going to be all about religion and probably some few things sprinkled in there as well. But religion, this is something that I've always had a weird thought process on. Um, so we're definitely going to get into everything, my personal, my personal beliefs, my thoughts, my opinions, uh, how I came up, how I was raised, things of that nature. So if you are easily offended or if you're scared of the devil or anything like that, I would say tune out now, but keep an open mind. Listen to me, hear what I got to say. Let's go ahead and get into it. All right, so quick edit. The beginning of the episode, I have to put this in here now because you're going to hear me talk about how cool it is that I put a song from Ghost. Well, that didn't quite work out, obviously, because you didn't hear any music. So just pretend that you did hear some music. Okay, bye. First off, I got to say, um, that's pretty cool. If If it plays out correctly, which I just previewed it and it should... I just played the song Year Zero by the band Ghost, which I think is pretty funny. Um, the chorus, you know, it goes, Hail Satan, Archangelo, Hail Satan, welcome Year Zero. I think it's a fitting song, kind of a segue to get into the episode, because the devil and David Clare, me, your host, your boy, are kind of synonymous. A lot of people associate the devil with me for some whatever reason not that i have a pentagram tattooed on my chest or anything like that not that i listen to heavy metal music or anything like that not that i have a giant pentagram sticker on my car or anything like that but no uh, for for a lot of things uh, the devil is always incorporated uh, with me always uh, and it's funny to joke around about um, i don't take anything to heart or anything like that so why not just go ahead and get into it right so elephant in the room i do make a lot of jokes about the devil and make jokes saying that i worship the devil and things like that and growing up it it never it never really clicked that it can really change people's perspectives or like people would really take that to heart like oh shit david david likes the devil holy crap if you hear my cat crying in the background He's being punished. He ripped a giant hole in my sock. So I kept him, I put him in the bathroom, put him in his bedroom. So you may hear him cry in the background. He has food and water. He's just a little dramatic. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. So yeah, so as a lot of you may know, I am a metalhead. I love heavy metal music. And what's always kind of synonymous with heavy metal is the devil. You know, a lot of bands have you know, satanic imagery, they have giant pentagrams, you know, they have songs about the devil, you know, my favorite band, Iron Maiden, you know, they're one of their most successful albums is called Number of the Beast. And the title song off that album, the number of the beast, the chorus six, 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 the number of the beast, you know, six, 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 the one for you and me, things like that, right. And Growing up, you know, my dad listened to that music. So, you know, whenever we were in my dad's car, him taking us to school, picking us up from school, listening to the radio, anytime a new Maiden CD came out, anything like that, 
you know, we would listen to it. And growing up, I never, it, it sounds weird. I just, I never associated the devil with being evil or like, like Satanism and worshiping the devil and, and things of that nature, right? Like I never just kind of put two and two together. I never really associated. And that sounds weird because the songs themselves are singing about it. You know, you know, you got bands like Slayer, you know, with songs like Disciple. God hates us all. God hates us all. Excuse me. You got the band Anthrax, you know, their logo is a pentagram. Motley Crue, you know, they have a pentagram in their logo, even though their music isn't really satanic, you know, it's just a lot of that imagery. And I've always associated pentagrams and the devil and things like that. I've always associated that with music. And, you know, it and to me, that stuff just looked cool. I've always thought that stuff is just interesting. You know, my favorite wrestler is The Undertaker, you know, his his whole persona of being, you know, taking souls and things like that. I just thought that stuff is cool. I never would have put like, oh, my God, that person's evil or oh, so and so like don't talk to them or anything like that. I just never associated those things. So growing up, that's just how I was. I never looked deeper into it. I never felt possessed by the music. You know, I never felt like, oh, this is corrupting my brain. It never changed the way I thought and never made me think of things differently. It's, it's just weird. I just took it for face value. I just took it for being music, really good music at that, you know, music that was different than the mainstream stuff, you know, cause I like pop music, you know, um, my first concert ever was in sync, you know, I loved in sync and the backstreet boys, you know, I love rap music and everything like that. Excuse me. You know, so I just, I never took it for anything. And growing up, um, my parents, they just, they didn't take us to church, you know, and it, it never crossed our mind or anything like that. And I remember being really young and, you know, like in being in elementary school and my friends would say like, oh man, yeah, I woke up super early to go to church. Church was fun. I played basketball at church or this, whatever, whatever little stories they had. And anytime they would ask, David, did you go to church? And I'm like, no, why didn't you go to church? I don't know. My parents don't take us to church. Have you ever been to church? No. Well, why don't you go to church? I don't know. I, I really don't know. And I remember asking my parents about it. My parents were just like, oh, we just don't want to go to church. Like, we just don't. And just as a, you know, growing up and anytime that kind of stuff, you know, gets popped, you know, brought up, you know, my parents both were like, ah, church was boring. I didn't like going. And just, I guess they didn't want to take us to church because they probably thought we would find it boring. And my parents have always instilled in us and to respect everybody's beliefs, never treat anybody differently. And that's what you learn in school too, right? You know, the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. You know, so it just, it never crossed my mind. I never felt like I had to have a religion. It was always just, hey, treat everybody with respect and, you know, be nice to one another. And I've always thought that way. I've always thought, why do I need a book or why do I need a person to tell me to be a good guy? Why do I need something to tell me to be a certain way or to act a certain way to treat others with a certain way? 
that that's what blows my mind about religion. Christianity, Catholicism, Judaism, Buddhism, whatever the case may be, right? Whatever religion. I've never had to turn to go, oh man, you know, I need something to motivate me or oh, I need I need some words to read these things to you know, to set me on the right path or anything like that. I've always just hey, I've I've always approached things logically. And not saying that it's it's unlogical or illogical to to turn to a Bible or anything like that. That's just your personal belief. And I'll never, I will never, you know, take that away from somebody. I can make my jokes, and that's just who I am. I, you know, I I love laughing. I love making jokes. Maybe some things I make jokes about that I shouldn't be. You know, but that's just kind of who I am. I always, I always love just making jokes. So, but even at that, I never mean anything behind that. And we can get into a whole debate of, well, you don't know the power of your words and this, this, and that. That's a topic for a later day. Coming from me, you heard it straight from the source. If I ever make a joke about something that's near and dear to your heart, whether it be religion, music, movies, blah, 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 blah. Take take it for what it is. It's a joke. Don't take it to heart. I could care less. You there's a million and one things that you can make fun of me about, which any topic under the sun. I always take jokes, you know, for what it is. It's a joke. So anyway, I digress. So going back to, you know, my parents never took us to church, and it wasn't a bad thing. I've been to church. I've been I've been to oh, excuse me. I just I just got finished eating dinner. I had a late dinner got home from work late but i've been to church twice uh both was for my my grandma lopez um she's a jehovah's witness went to two services years apart and i just remember being so bored one because it was completely in spanish so i didn't even know what was going on so two it just felt like an eternity and it was just so boring and then i just remember telling my mom like man i don't want to go to church this is so boring and it was kind of like, okay, yeah, like, you know, we, we don't even take you to church anyway, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay, cool. And, but you know what? Like, when I was there, I was respectful. You know, I, I bowed my head. You know, I, you know, closed my eyes or whatever. But when it comes to praying or anything like that, I just don't, I just have an empty mind. I don't think about anything. It's, I'm just bowing my head. You know, I've had, I've had dinners and lunches with friends and relatives that, you know, do say a prayer, you know, that do say grace. I'll hold my hands, you know, pre-COVID, you know, I'll hold their hands and I'll bow my head. But, you know, I don't say amen. I don't, you know, do the whole crossing my body or anything, you know, or the, with the finger, the, you know, the uh, spectacles, testicles, wallet and watch, you know, word to Austin Powers. I just, I don't do anything. You know, funeral services, you know, anything that anything I go to that has, you know, some type of church element, you know, I, I'm respectful. You know, I'll stand when they're standing. I'll, you know, I'll kneel when they kneel. I'll do the whole, hey, how are you, you know, and shake people's hands and whatnot. But I just I don't find anything. Nothing moves me when it comes to religion. And I don't know if that's a bad thing or not. But just nothing ever like I'm like, oh, like nothing opens my eyes. And it, I don't know if that sounds bad, but I don't know. So that's that's just kind of where I come from my upbringing. And just as I've gotten older, 
nothing ever crossed my mind. It none of that kind of stuff really really stuck out to me until I was in high school. I think high school is really when I started to kind of get a a darker view on things, you know, cuz when I got into high school, you know, I started listening to a lot of heavier stuff. You know, I still loved my elders. Uh, excuse me. Damn it, I just burped. Um, so, you know, when I, when I got into high school, I listened to a lot of heavier stuff. I started listening to bands like Cannibal Corpse. I started listening to bands like Deicide, Dark Funeral, Vital Remains, you know, a lot of these heavier, you know, quote unquote, satanic bands, these death metal bands, you know, that were totally, you know, totally very, uh, provocative, very grotesque, writing very dark and ugly music, you know, songs about, you know, Satan, you know, Satan going around and killing people and Satan murdering God, you know, deicide, one of their biggest songs is called Fuck Your God and things like that. Uh, Cannibal Corpse was more along the lines of like talking about like murder and rape and brutalizing people and this, this and that. But it was those other bands that had those satanic overtones. And to me, that's always just been like, damn, this stuff is different. This stuff is heavy. This stuff is dark. I like that. It's different. That's what I've always associated with it is that it's different. It's not like everything else you hear. And that's always something that sticks out. It's, it's especially with listening to metal music, you know, because I grew up on the classics, Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden, Kiss, Metallica, um, Led Zeppelin, Judas Priest, Def Leppard, ACDC, Motley Crue, um, you know, the just the list goes on and on and on. So as I started getting older, and then plus two, you know, more modern bands were coming out, right? You got System of a Down, Disturbed, um, you got, uh, excuse me, you got Dream Theater. I consider Dream Theater a little more modern. And granted, those bands weren't really satanic in nature, but they were heavier. They started making you think a little bit more slipknot, you know, it was just kind of like, damn, this is more aggressive. There's a lot more raw power in this type of music. And it's, it's you know, heavier than what is back then in the 80s and whatnot. So listening to that music, you know, not that I was influenced by it or that it changed who I was. But it was just like, damn, I like these ideas that are like, hey, we're pushing the envelope. You know, we're making... You know, back in the 80s, metal was offensive, it was loud, it was in your face, and it started to, it, you know, it got under the skin of the elders back then. So, but then it kind of just, it found a niche, and you know, and you got the whole grunge scene, the whole new metal scene, which was hit or miss, right? You know, so it was like, dang, we need something that's loud and in your face again, and just, it changed the game. Bands found ways to be offensive again, to be more violent, to be heavy, so it's kind of like, damn, I like that. They're trying to break the mold. And I've always respected that. And that's what I've always associated with. So when I say when I got into high school and things got a little bit darker, um, you know, I, I got metal band t-shirts. I will wear the and I would wear those metal band t-shirts to school. Nine times out of ten, no one would even notice. The only people that would really notice are like my other metalhead friends. Or, you know, there would be, like, the one teacher, aren't you a little young to know who Iron Maiden is? And it's like, yeah, but my dad listens to him. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know, so, and I remember specifically what kind of changed my view, in a sense, and what kind of made me really think, like, 
okay, yeah, I definitely don't need religion. I religion doesn't religion and David Clare are not going to mix. There was this girl. I, it was junior year. And again, Iron Maiden is my favorite band. Like I said, they have songs about the devil and whatnot. And I always wore Iron Maiden shirts. I was either wearing heavy metal t-shirts or I was wearing Hollister's, you know, Hollister clothes. It was always one in the middle, it, you know, one or the other. It was nothing ever in the middle. So, and I remember just, you know, it was one week and I was wearing metal band t-shirt after metal band t-shirt after metal band. And I had her for two classes. I had her a class in the morning and then a class later in the afternoon after lunch. And just all the time, she was really pushy. She was a Christian chick, and she was just really, really, really pushy with it. And she was always saying, like, that shirt's going to take you to hell. That shirt's going to lead you to hell, and this, this, and that. And I was just like, what the heck? That's so aggressive. Like, I never, I was just like, damn, okay, shit. And it was just so annoying, and she was always like, you need to tell your parents to let me take you to church tonight. And I'm like, What? Like, I highly doubt I'm going to go to my parents. Hey, mom, dad, some random girl wants me to go to church because she says I'm going to burn in hell for liking the music I like. You know, like, it, it was just ridiculous. And, like, it was just so rude and offensive to me. I was just like, what the hell? I'm not bothering anybody. My shirt's not bothering anybody. Like, leave me alone. I'm in high, you know, I'm in school. I can't have anything graphic or offensive. It just says Iron Maiden, the name of the album, and that's it. it it's not in the least bit offensive. So... I had her, I had her, it was some elective class that was in the morning and, excuse me, and it was always so annoying. So the, the afternoon class that we had was world history and, excuse me, again, damn, sorry, I'm burping a lot. Um, and then the topic, the curriculum that we got to was about world religions and everybody got assigned a religion um, whether it be like a, like a big religion, you know, like Christian, Catholic, blah, 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 blah. Or it could be like a, like a smaller religion or anything like that. And I remember, cause she, cause this chick always accused me of worshiping the devil and whatnot. I remember asking, Hey, can I talk about Satan worshipers? And the teacher went, yeah, Satanism is a, is a, a recognized religion. You could talk about that. Fucking bet. No problem. So I, this was the project I put so much work into and I wish I even, I don't even know who keeps track of flash drives anymore, right? So I had a flash drive that I put this PowerPoint on and I did so much fucking research. I, you know, I went to research for the, you know, the Anton LaVey, Anton LaVey and his, you know, Church of Satan, you know, to modern day Satanism. I did so much extensive research. And when I was doing this research and I was really kind of thinking about it, I was all like, damn, you know what? The the testament for the Church of Satan and things like that are actually a lot better than fucking the the New Testament, Old Testament, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, damn, the Church of Satan really respects everybody. You know, it's it's in their it's in their testament. You know, the ten the Ten Commandments, I should say, not testaments. It you know, it, one of their commandments is to respect all people. That's one of their top command uh, you know commandments. You know, you can they don't discriminate against anybody, any type of race, any type of background or religion, um, you know, sex, gender, things like that. It, it's a very opening and welcoming community. And it was like, really, hmm, okay, that's interesting. You would think that, you know, there would be sacrifices and things like that. And, you know, back in the day, the Anton LaVey, um, you know, in the 60s and early 70s, he did write about, you know, rituals and sacrifices and things like that. But 
it's really to modern day Church of Satan. It's really kind of evolved to doing good in the community and raising money and raising awareness of, you know, social and political, you know, injustices and things of that nature. And it's really like, holy crap. Wow. Like, you know, the Church of Satan ain't half bad. And I did all of this research. I put music into the PowerPoint. I put, you know, slides, you know, with transitions. And the transitions would show like pentagrams and upside down crosses and Jesus on a crucifix upside down and things like that. You know, so I I, I did get in trouble. Um, the teacher gave me an 80, I think. I know I passed. I got a passing grade, but she did send me to the office for for being offensive. Even though I think that's kind of bullshit because I did a, such a, a phenomenal job. And I remember getting so into it and I was just so pumped. And the rest of the class was laughing because they knew I was doing it to kind of get back at that chick for always giving comments about my religion and me going to hell and this, this, and that. And then when I went over all of the commandments, I went over everything in such great detail. And at the very end, I was just like, yeah, so even though the Church of Satan and Satan worshiping is kind of frowned upon, when you really think about it, the Church of Satan and Satan himself does a lot better for the people than Jesus ever did. Nobody had to die for our sins here. And the chick just went, ah, and she ran out of the, you know, ran out of the room and started crying in the hallway. And I looked at that as like the ultimate victory. I was like, hell yeah. You know, I set out to do what I wanted to do. So from there, um, you know, being a stupid high schooler, you know, I did really get into it. And I specifically looked up satanic bands and things like that and started listening to that a lot more, you know, a lot more frequently um, than what I would rather do on just YouTube and whatnot. But at the same time, while I was making those jokes and while I did all that research, I never felt it in me to be like, I need to worship the devil. I need to praise Satan Hail Satan, this, this, and that. Again, it was just, this stuff is funny because it's getting back at all those people who were so ugly to them for not thinking the way that they are, the way that society thinks you need to be. I always love that. I respect anything that's always trying to change from the narrative, always trying to set on your own path. Because isn't that what we've always been taught? is to be yourself, be who you want to be. Don't follow a guide. Excuse me, everybody is different. So, but everybody, everybody, everybody can be different unless it's the kind of different that is required of you, which sounds weird, but that's how I've always felt it. And uh, one of my favorite bands of all time, King Diamond, who is an actual Satan worshiper, um, he's even, he's said multiple times in interviews, you know, he said that, the root of all evil is religion. And when you really think about it, it's true. Look at all the religious wars that are still going on in the Middle East, you know, in this country, you know, look at everything that all religion has done. And it's just very ugly, you know, for things that are supposed to be very, you know, loving and peaceful and things like that. It's just so ugly. And you see it all the time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikToks, the news, you see those people, you know, that are, you know, going around and killing, you know, the LGBTQ community because they're not right. That's not what God intended and things like that. It's like, who gives a shit? Who really gives a shit? You know, everybody has sinned. You know, there's a famous, there's a famous scene from the West Wing 
you know, where, um, you know, the West Wing is like a political show it used to be on NBC, I think. And I don't remember the context of it. I don't remember a word for word. And the, the show is about the president and, you know, the president says something and then this reporter came back with about, you know, well, that's not very Christian of you and this is that. And the president started quoting a lot of different verses from the Bible and was saying like, hey, well, then, you know, that's, you know, this is this, right? But you don't agree with that. Well, that's what the Bible says. So we shouldn't do this. You know, my I remember something along the lines of, you know, his assistant in, you know, insists on working on Sundays on the Sabbath. Because of that, he should be put to death. So should he openly execute his assistant? And the reporter was just like, no. So it was kind of like, you know, people pick and choose what their favorite things are from the Bible and then go with that. And on top of that, those stories, those verses from the Bible, and when you really look at it and you really do the research on it, there's no, there's not a lot of proof of those original stories. A lot of it is just, you know, uh, revisions and rewrites and all of this is based on stories from people who didn't even have anything to write down stories you know so we're trusting the word of people from gener- you know eons and eons ago and then when you look at you know when you look at uh, the kind of the catholic religion you know king arthur picked and chose you know picked and chose his favorite things from the bible and rewrote and created his own type of religion you know, and then people had to practice that. So it's like, where where really does anything come from? Because to me, I could I don't care about any of that. I feel like my parents have raised me right to not depend on that kind of thing. Still to this day, I don't depend on that. And when Leslie and I have kids, I'm not going to force them to do that. You know, but if one day they say, hey, dad, hey, mom. You know, my friend went to church. Can I go to church with them? Hey, you know what? Your friends could pick you up because uh, I ain't waking up early to do that. And if they, you know what? If they get into it and they, you know, if they catch the Holy Spirit or anything like that, good for them. I'm not going to change who I am. I don't expect them to change who they are and change their whole personality because people can do that. People can be, go to, you know, frequent churchgoers. People can be really hardcore into the Bible, but they don't have to make it their whole personality. That's when it's really off-putting, and that's my personal opinion. It's really off-putting, and things shouldn't be like that. So anyway, I digress. So that's kind of my my upbringing. That's kind of where we're at today. And again, because of who I am, I find the comedy in a lot of these things that people might not find comedy in. And I love going over the top with a lot of things. You know, the the pentagram sticker that I have on my car, I think it's hilarious. Leslie hated it, but Leslie hated it in the sense that she knows I'm doing it. I I guess you can say I'm being a troll. I really don't know who I'm trolling. I just love getting shocked looks. I love the shock and awe factor about a lot of those things. So, you know, I do it mostly for that. You know, I have a pentagram tattoo, which the pentagram tattoo, it's more, it's more tribal looking. And I regret it in that sense that it's not as cool looking or anything or, you know, really, really something that's bold and brash. It just looks kind of like a douchey tribal tattoo. Um, you know, but I got it because I was like, oh yeah, it's a pentagram. You know, those things just look cool to me and that's all that it ever will be. 
But I will still, I will still talk about the devil and say I love the devil and things like that because it's all just jokes. And people's reactions are so fucking hilarious when it comes to that. People get so freaked out if you say you love the devil. Excuse me, if you worship Satan and things like that. People get so freaked out and that's what I absolutely love. Because people's people's reactions are just so unique and it's so interesting to kind of see the wheels in their head turning when you tell someone like, or when no, I know none of you probably go around saying that and saying stuff that I say, but you know, it, it's just so funny when it's like, Oh shit, what's wrong with this person? When in reality, you could tell me you love Jesus and I could give you that same look like what the hell is wrong with this person? You know what I mean? And, but it, it all means nothing. It all means nothing. The lead singer of Slayer, Tom Araya, he is a devout Christian. He he goes to church with his family, and Slayer has you know some some pretty heavy religious songs. One of my all time favorite Slayer songs is called Disciple, and I mentioned it earlier on this episode. You know, in the chorus of the episode, the chorus of the song goes, "God hates us all. God hates us all." You know, in the other lyrics in the song go to say, I never said I wanted to be God's disciple. You know, it's and that's more about being angry about life and being angry about the things that happen. And I think that's kind of a really good outlet. And because I've seen Slayer twice, both times they both times I've seen them, they played that song. And when and like I said, it's one of my all time favorites. And when it came to the chorus, I screamed it at the top of my lungs. God hates us all. I looked up to the sky, just God hates us all. And, and again, this kind of circles back into another personal thing of mine. You know, it it, it really, I it, I get really salty at the fact that God has a plan for everybody. You know, God, you know, everything that's happening is at God's will or whatever. that just doesn't sit well with me because if if god loves everybody and if everything was according to god's plan why does god only seem to favor certain things why can't he help everybody you know and i know being i know praying and asking for asking god for things it's not an instant gratification type thing you know nothing really is but it, it just i can't put two and two together how you know god god can't fix everything you you can look to his words you can look in the bible and you can find solace in that but to me all that is is just empty promises man it's just it's just words you know people people on facebook those stupid posts right share this and god will bring you money god will bring you happiness you share it nothing happens Literally nothing happens. It's all in your head that, oh man, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, I'm looking forward to the next thing. I'm looking forward to the next positive thing. And this is because of God. It's like, nah, not quite. People are in control of their own destinies. People create their own problems for the most part. So I, I'm never going to be one to to sit down, you know, to get on my knees and ask God to fix everything because I I have a lot of problems. I have a lot of things that I can improve on. But the God, God nor the devil can do it for me. I have to do it. 
you know, I got, you know, I got bad credit. I got to fix that. God or the devil didn't do anything. You know, the devil didn't pull out those credit cards. I didn't, you know, God didn't pull out those credit cards in my name and make me max them out. I did that by my own fruition. I did it myself. You know, God or the devil didn't make me late on some payments. I did that. Neither of them can fix, you know, can pay my bills. I have to do that. I have to go to work and make my paycheck to pay my bills. I have to dig myself out of those problems. You know, it's not, God isn't like a genie, neither is the devil. I can't say, oh, dear God or Satan, can you please give me $5,000 so I can fix everything? Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's ever going to happen. I think Leslie's coming home. And on that note, we're going to take a quick little break. Alrighty, and we're back. So yeah, so um, kind of weird to to think that I have an ad that played right before this. On my other podcast, we never had ads, um, so it just feels kind of weird. At the same time, I wanna I wanna make that clear um, that yeah, um, this this anchor app does help you monetize your episodes, monetize your content, but it's only it's only for so many listens. Um, you don't have to have a listener requirement in order to run certain ads and it'll tell you what ads you need to run. So specifically what I think a lot of people are going to get right off the bat is for anchor. Um, and it, I was able to do monetization before I even recorded any content, but in order to get paid, you have to have a lot of listens either way. It's still an amazing concept. It's really fucking cool. Um, just to even think that I have an ad that I recorded myself, I didn't follow a script or anything. Um, you know, I recorded an ad and put it into my own podcast and just the possibility of me making money off of it is insane. So with that being said, please like, well, I don't have a page for it, but follow me on Spotify, follow me here on anchor or like my content here on anchor share the podcast share share this show because really is anybody listening is anybody listening to me right now am i just rambling for almost an hour by myself talking like a crazy person talking about the devil you know i'm pretty sure my neighbors hear me because i naturally just have a have an echoey voice so i mean i'm talking to my neighbors 24 7 and they pretty hate they pretty much hate me so um yeah if you guys can do me a big solid uh share the show um you know, uh, I've already seen a prior because right now it's ten thirty-two p.m. on February twenty-third. Um, is today the twenty-third? Is today Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday. I don't know. My days are all mixed up. Anyway, so it's ten thirty-two at night. I'll probably post this here in a little bit whenever I get done recording it. Nine times out of ten, you'll probably listen to it in the morning or something. But at the time of recording this one, what I was going to say. Uh, a couple people have already shared the show. I've already gotten interest in somebody joining the show. Uh, my buddy Steven, if he does come on the show, which we'll have to plan something out, that episode will be absolutely hilarious. I already know it 100%. Um, really good friend of mine, a uh, mentor of mine, I should say. So I'm pretty excited to see if we can collab. Same thing, if any of you guys, because um, this is kind of a more of an open concept, as opposed to who cares or my sports show, uh, can't stop, won't stop. So um, really, I'm down to do this. And the cool thing about this Anchor app, um, and again, this part's not an ad, don't worry. Uh, the cool thing about this Anchor app is that, I mean, it's mobile. I can 
I can be recording something right now. I can pause it. And then I can record a whole different segment for a whole different episode. It's really, really cool in how you could do all of that. So even if, say, like, um, you know, it's a topic that I haven't talked about yet or, you know, something that I haven't don't haven't really done a lot of research. I have a lot of things on my mind about it. Um, you know, I can always pause it and start it for another day. But at the same time, let me know what things you guys want me to talk about. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the Facebook live streams for more for more along the lines of doing silly challenges um i know um my buddy my buddy jesus and i we want to try that the pocky uh one chip challenge the hot chip but it's always sold out and it's actually kind of pricey so that definitely has to kind of be planned in advance um and kind of see how all of that goes i'll probably eat it with him he more than likely won't be on camera i know he can be a little camera shy oh there's my cat Leslie got home and let the cat out, so now he's being crazy. Oh, okay, never mind. Um, thought Leslie was talking to me for a second, but anyway. So yeah, so the one chip challenge, um, those kind of things I'll probably do on the Facebook live streams, the things like shaving my head, which I've already done, uh, the gummy bear challenge, that was pretty brutal. So I gotta think of other things to do of that nature. So maybe some things that aren't as dangerous to my body, um like the gummy bear but we'll see i mean things always pop up right fun challenges always come up again sorry if you hear the cat in the background leslie went to the bathroom and closed the door and he has such bad separation anxiety so it's pretty brutal anyway um so yeah so that's pretty much in a nutshell well not really a nutshell i talked for 30 minutes um my thoughts on religion and everything with that um and it kind of carries on, you know, in today, you know, looking at our own wedding, um, you know, Leslie's family is not super, super religious, um, you know, but they definitely do. Um, they definitely do keep, you know, a Christ in their hearts and things of that nature. And just with me and how I was, I just I, I like to stay away from that church stuff because it definitely can be a hot topic. And because I don't practice anything, um, you know, I I beat to, you know, I, I stay on the beat of my own drum and it's just really weird. And I know I wouldn't be invested in it if we did have any type of religious element into our wedding. Um, and I'm glad we didn't. And I think I think those types of things, especially when uh, people can be neutral on it, um, are kind of lean more one way than the other. I think it's best to leave it neutral um, and not to ruffle any feathers. And I mean, joke, I mean, jokes were made, you know, Leslie made jokes about me. If we did do anything with, uh, Jesus or anything, I would disintegrate at the altar, things like that. Um, my mom officiated the wedding and she already knew to kind of stray away from that. And it's funny, it's funny to think, uh, with my mom and, you know, the whole religion thing, because that's kind of what sparked my interest. I know I wanted to do a live stream on religion on Facebook and really what kind of derived from that is because um, my mom doesn't like metal music. Um, she likes some stuff. She likes a lot of the nicer, quote unquote, nicer songs. Um, she likes some metal bands, but she doesn't like the the satanic overtones and the evil, the the what she calls the ugly stuff. Get fell. She doesn't like that kind of stuff. So um, here lately... 
I've been really into a band, Ghost, who I played earlier in the episode. And I've seen Ghost live. And again, sorry for digressing. I always have backstories to everything I talk about. So I saw Ghost in concert back in 2017. Um, They opened up for Iron Maiden. And I heard of them before I saw them. And I was kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah, I know who these guys are. And then when I saw them, they were really kind of soft. Um, they weren't super heavy, and I I kind of brushed them off. I was like, eh, you know, whatever. I was kind of bored. I was on my phone. I was texting Leslie. We had just gotten back from Vegas. Um, literally, we got back into Vegas on a Wednesday, and then I went to go see Maiden and Ghost on, on that Saturday. So uh, we were just kind of texting back and forth during Ghost's set, wasn't paying attention. And so it, it wasn't until a couple years later, until, you know, last year, 2020, that I really got into Ghost and I paid attention to the lyrics and the lyrics were really satanic. Um, The lead singer, I don't know for sure if he worships the devil or not, um, but I definitely get that feeling because, you know, he sings a lot of songs about the devil. And my dad got really into Ghost. After that concert, he got really into them. They really kind of were like, wow, they really stuck out to him. So, um, sorry if you hear the toilet in the background. (laughs) <laughs> the studio's in session babe geez so anyway um my dad really got into them and my mom hated them because of how ugly the lyrics were and and i got into them again very late like i said so i've kind of been on a really big ghost kick and i can't get enough of them and their songs just sound when you listen to them without really paying attention to the lyrics it just sounds like rock music but when you listen to it, it's like, holy shit, it's really like a like an homage to the Satan. And I think it's so cool. But my mom hates it. My mom hates that I listen to that kind of stuff, that I like it, um, and that I post those kind of things. And I tell her all the time, no, mom, it's, it's, it's funny to me. These things don't mean anything to me. I don't associate that, you know, one at all. But my mom just doesn't. Oh, I didn't heard something. Um, my mom doesn't believe that. And, and, and that really, that's the kind of thing that gets, you know, that gets to me where I'm like, no, I shouldn't have to be defending myself that hard because I don't, you know, I'm your son. You know, I've never practiced anything like that. That's ridiculous. You know, I'm just very fascinated by all of that. The history that goes into it. Um, you know, the way it's incorporated, you know, I just, I just so happened to be a heavy metal fan, you know, it, that's the music that I gravitated the most. If I was a country fan, there would be no issues, right? You know, there wouldn't be anything that I would have to defend myself for, right? So that's the kind of stuff that gets to me is when people legitimately think that I worship the devil or anything like that, that's the part that sucks because I don't. And, and I shouldn't have to defend it that much. And I think that's why I wanted to do a live stream is to kind of set the record straight. And that's what I, and that's, what's cool now that I have this, you know, anybody listening show. So I'm setting the record straight. I do not worship the devil. I just don't practice any religion. Um, I'm agnostic. I believe that's the phrase for it, that I don't, I don't believe nor disbelieve in God or the devil, or anything like that. I'm neutral on everything. 
I, I don't need to lean one way or the other to make myself feel better, to appease others or anything like that. I beat, I, you know, I, I stick to the beat of my own drum. And I, what I think is cool is cool. And what I don't think is cool isn't cool. You know, which is like what a lot of people obviously do, right? You know, with favorite sports, favorite teams, favorite movies, favorite music, favorite everything. You know, it's pick what you like and stick with what you like. You know, be yourself. And that's just who I am. I'm a easygoing guy. Very opinionated, obviously, especially with movies. Um, you know, and I, I listen to everybody. And I try to be very open-minded, but at the same time, no one's going to influence me to do something, nor I'm going to influence anybody else. And I think that's the biggest takeaway that everybody needs to, to have or to listen to is that no matter what anybody says, just keep liking what you like. I've been told a million times my own wife hates the music that I listen to and the stuff that I like. I don't care. I'm not going to change anything. Beerus, I'm not going to change anything or change who I am to appease others. And I don't want anybody else to do that. You know, and I can talk about movies and music. That would definitely be a very good episode. I know I did a live stream about that already um, on movies and music. And I can go on and on and on about that kind of stuff. You know, I hate certain artists with a fiery passion. And, you know, but people revere them people love them more than anything in the entire world i don't care i really don't care if you love somebody or if you hate somebody agree with me disagree with me that's what makes everything beautiful right that's what make this sorry i'm moving things around sorry so you know that's what makes everybody so unique and so personable so anyway on that note i'm gonna leave it at that believe what you want to believe I hope I kind of set the record straight, kind of peeled the curtain back, so to speak, about who I am and kind of where I'm coming from religious-wise. Um, I know this is a lot of stuff that I've talked about in, like, Facebook posts or anything, but I think, again, having kind of a platform to talk about it in full and really kind of vent and air my mind out is really good for me. So I'm glad that I really got all of that off my chest. And again, please like the show. Please follow it on whatever platform you prefer. Um, share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, um, just to kind of spread the word out. Um, if you want to say it's the best podcast you've ever listened to, I mean, you can say that. I don't know what you listen to. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But thank you guys so much for supporting it and supporting me. I'm just definitely trying to get some shit out there. So you guys enjoy the rest of your night. Stay safe. Stay happy and let's go.